1: U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding. And check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC.
0: Right now, it's 8.34 p.m. my time. That's about 12.30 Pacific time. And uh, the stock market right now is down another two, more than 2%. And it was down 2% yesterday. And Bitcoin is up nearly three percent. So there's a divergence between the two. Markets crashing, Bitcoin's going up. You mentioned the halvening. The block reward is now six and a quarter Bitcoin instead of twelve and a half. That has not really impacted the supply yet. It's only been a day or so. Give it time. There will be less supply available over time as the miners are getting less and less to sell. So I think it's gonna change the uh, the price pretty soon.
1: And the last time it happened, it took a few months for the, the price to, yeah. to, to go up, right?
0: It, it's just, you know, it's the same thing. It's like in June, the days are longest, but in August, the weather is hottest. So when you have a lot of long mm-hmm. days, even though like in, you know, late June or early July, you're not your peak of sun, it's still above average. And so the temperature keeps warming all the way until August. Now this is actually a little different in the sense that the from the miners is permanent it's not going down it's not it's not cycling back down ever like the seasons it's it's staying that way but the point is there's a lag sometimes the the cause the effect lags the cause because it takes a while of the cause building up even if it's you know completely there now there it really is the having's happened we're in a different phase of it but the effect lags the cause
1: and your thoughts on it going whatever it went down 12 13 percent like a day and a half before
0: I think a lot of people like to buy the rumor, sell the news, right? So they're like, oh, the happening, the happening." They buy the happening rumor, and they sell just before it happens because they're like, the news is always a dud. The rumor is the thing. It's sort of like, oh, so-and-so, you know, some rookie gets drafted. Everyone's talking him up in camp. That's when you trade him, not after the season starts, right? You buy the rumor, sell the news. And I think a lot of people were right. just sort of buying in anticipation of the having and selling ahead of it, uh, but that was a drop in the bucket. I mean, it's already back up over 9,000, 9,100. Yeah. It'll that's that's just short term trading. That's fine. There's people who do that. They help make the markets, but um I don't think they're important in the long haul.
1: Right. So what's uh, what else is going on? You said before this you had a couple glasses of wine before we started recording. How had a doing? couple glasses
0: of wine, well, you know, with dinner, and since dinner encroaches right on this because I usually do the XM show later. I don't know, I'm feeling pretty good. I had I had a uh it's natural wine. I talked about this before on prior podcasts.
1: Nice. Yeah. You have me on the XM show. We're drafting Uh, people who wouldn't want to be in who people would want on our side in in fights. Yeah. So, the Hanson uh,
0: brothers, the Hanson brothers draft. I think we'll do 10 each. You got to do two each of each of the four major sports.
1: Oh, you yeah. don't throw this at me before. I mean, it's just like, oh, come on. I couldn't even name an, an NHL player. Oh, Just on, look that. up I love, hockey
0: goons. You can get yeah. it so easy.
1: Oh, so easy. Yeah. that will be tough. Um, okay. So, uh, what else? Uh, so I saw there was an antibody study in New York, uh, they found that 20% of city residents have been infected. So just really, again, that 20% number came up. Um, and then in politics, there was a, right before we started recording, some some amendment that would have pro- prohibited FBI like surveillance and like uh, that it, it passed because like Bernie didn't even show up to vote or something. So, I don't know, throwing stuff at you, Liz. What do you want to talk about?
0: Well, a couple of things. First, the COVID thing about these studies and this and that, I just think something's fishy. I don't know, man. I've, heard, I've read so much contradictory stuff. Joe Rogan made a tweet about some horrific stuff. have seen tweets from horrific things. Then it turned out to be a fraud. Some woman had a whole thing of, you know, if you're out, you know, doing stuff on the beach, you're going to see my dad in the emergency room. And let me tell you, he's been amputating limbs and da, 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 da. And it turned out she was some famous writer who had like hundreds of thousands of followers. And it turned out that her dad is just doing remote medicine. He's just practicing remote. He's not in the emergency room. So there's just so much stuff. I just don't know.
1: What motive just to get attention?
0: Or you think that people, that this is dangerous and you want to scare people into doing the right thing and staying home. I don't know. You know, there's, okay. there's, and then
1: What was the Rogan one? I might have missed that. What was, Rogan, what was the Rogan one?
0: Here? I don't know if it was a joke, but somebody apparently texted something from their cousin who was a nurse who was having intimate relations with one of the orderlies uh, because why not? Because death is all around them. And then I uh, was saying how much, how people are turning to goo. Their livers and colons returning turning to goo from the, the virus. It's like, I'm like, dude, what the hell is that? I just honestly, I just don't know. I don't know. I'm 90% sure it's mostly bullshit. 90%. But the 10% just makes me act cautiously just because I don't know for sure. I just don't know. It it just seems so, uh, there's so many like legitimate seeming health people, but they're sort of half conspiracy theorists also that I see videos of and they're like, listen, I've done virology. I won a prize for this. I'm, and here's the deal. It's not what they're saying. And if you're healthy, you shouldn't worry. And the other thing is that one, one other thing that, that struck me is, I mean, how many famous people? do you think we've heard of in terms of like professional athletes of any renown? I'm not talking about like a double A player. I'm talking about anybody who's like in the majors who we know football, basketball, hockey, film, the only mo- handful. Mo- only mo- handful. Mo- movie stars, politicians. I mean, Boris Johnson's like probably like 55 and he got it and he recovered, although he did go to the hospital. Movie stars, musicians, is there a, well, single, is there a single big honestly, celebrity like... who has died from this? A single celebrity out of the several thousands that we could probably list if we really got into it, including athletes and that has died from it. I mean, you know, as I said, it would go bananas if Brad Pitt died of the coronavirus or someone not even someone as famous, but someone like that, you know, Robert Downey Jr. died of the coronavirus. Like, shouldn't in a worldwide global pandemic that's shutting down the whole world... Shouldn't there be somebody that we've all heard of that died? I mean, shouldn't there well,
1: be? Yeah. I mean, aren't we learning it is more of a, more or less an age thing, right? And, and so, I guess, I mean, I'm I, hearing I don't know. kids I are getting think. Kawasaki
0: syndrome. Kids are getting stuff. Uh, people right. under fifty right. are, are the rising contention of people in the emergency room with horrible things.
1: I've I've okay, heard you know, Those are two people. separate issues. I mean, yeah, if that exists, okay, that would be horrible. But I think. For the most, the the vast majority of the cases are pointing toward, you know, a certain age group who are vulnerable.
0: Well, that was always the case. But then they started inundating us with reports that younger people, people under 50, people under 40 were routinely among the people admitted to the emergency room and even dying. But why is no celebrity, I get it, celebrities are rich, they have good medical care, they probably have personal trainers, a lot of them, their job, you know, for athletes especially is to be fit, even actors. There, there's definitely, it's not like a, it's not a representative sample of the population, but really at all the celebrities, athletes, politicians who are sacks of shit, basically
1: all of them, yeah, not. Mu- That's musicians, it's the, more of them musicians. Than not, it's the politicians that are out and, you know, not, you know, using any masks and just no, no
0: one in guns and roses has died. Keith Richards is fine. I mean, it, you know, it's nobody that we've heard. Of, I mean. I don't know. I don't know. It just, it just sounds like, look, this isn't just like a flu. This is something that is shutting down the entire world economy. Again, I'm not advocating to stop. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying, what the fuck? What the fucking fuck? Like, what is actually going on? I don't know. I thought it was just, okay. I thought the deal was old people are at risk. You don't want old people to die. Let's all Shelter in place. So at the very least, when we come back out three weeks later, uh, the hospitals will no longer be overwhelmed. We'll stagger it. So every person that is sick will get the proper hospital treatment and they won't have to choose between people. I thought that was a deal. That has happened. The hospitals are not overwhelmed in most places anymore. But now it's like, kids are getting it. Younger people are getting it. What the fuck is going on? I don't understand. I'm not saying it's false for sure. I don't know for sure. I'm even still taking precaution. But I'm just saying I don't get what is actually going on.
1: Well, how, how many are they reporting of this? I, th- I was under the impression they were, these are were more rare circumstances are you, are you, uh, the, as far as the, the, the kids and whatnot.
0: Well, this Kawasaki thing seems to be a new thing. Um, I've seen lots of reports in my feed about you know people under 50 or under 60 who are making up a larger and larger contingent of the hospitalized patients. And... I don't know. Then I see other people saying, no, the average age of death is 80 and a half. So I got to tweet that. Is he telling the truth? I don't know. I just don't know.
1: But yeah, no, that's why I always answer your polls is I don't know. Is it because I, I, yeah, I don't know? We should know
0: more than we know by now. In the beginning, yeah. it seemed like it was an older person thing. We want to not spread this to older people and vulnerable people with preexisting conditions. So we'll do this quarantine so that if it does infect somebody, they can get to the hospital and get proper treatment. That's what that was the whole deal. And now it's like, well, wait for a vaccine. Well, now, realistically, the vaccine might be four years away. So no one's going to wait for that. So what is going on? What is the exit strategy? What's going on? Nobody seems to know. It's just a bunch of sensationalized stuff or a bunch of cavalier. This is nothing. I just don't know. And it's just
1: it's just weird, man. Yeah. You see, Boris Johnson said, we may, ne- we may live in a world like this is permanent with with never getting a vaccination. Um, well, do be a v- I don't,
0: Vaccination, don't worry about that. That's so far down the road. And, you know, Bill Gates, I, I doubt it would be even a, who even knows if that's legitimate. I mean, so don't worry about that. I mean, it's, the question is, how dangerous is it to you if you're healthy? How dangerous is it to you if you're sick? What can you do if you're sick to get more healthy, if anything? And is it inevitable and we just need to deal with it and you know, we've already flattened the curve, so to speak, or is there some hidden thing that we're not realizing?
1: Adam Cole has this thing, stupid or liar. And I'm not sure what is happening here. If people are being disingenuous or if no one truly knows, like, I, I don't know what's the case. Maybe this, you know, no one has a clue of truly what is going on. let me ask you this, Alyssa, if it is true that it's uh you'll be fine as far as the, the, the shape you personally are in, um, well, then would you would you behave differently? Say if you had your mom living uh, close by, or your dad, or, or whomever, close family member that you care about um, living close by with you, if it falls in the much older age group, like, well, if, if does, does that change your behavior? I'm curious.
0: What I'm saying is, I don't know that that I'm you know completely immune to this, you know, that of, of bad consequences. But assuming I believed a hundred percent instead of ninety that I were immune to it, but my mom lived close by and I was going to interact with her in person. I'd be Mm -hmm. really careful. Yeah, I'd be careful. I mean, I'd be, I'm careful anyway, though. I'm careful just for the people, you know, maybe the people at the grocery store live near their mom. I mean, it's not like, we don't know. We don't know who's, who's, you know, interacting with whom. I mean, and, but again, I just, I just, something's really fishy about this. It's just, I just, there's something wrong here. And, and I actually think it goes back to this. And like, so it's either man-made or it's natural, right? Either it happened because of the wet market or some other sort of random mutation of, you know, bat virus jumping the human and, oh, how unlucky. Or, you know, if you look at that Newsweek article from a couple weeks ago that Fauci and the NIH were funding this lab in Wuhan and it was either an accident. There's three, three possibilities in my mind. It's a total natural phenomenon. It's a natural virus. How unlucky Two, and it's just, you know, of course, with the world travel and we uh, were so connected that things spread more easily. Two, uh, they were uh, researching viruses for God knows what reason. I mean, to make a vaccine in the event of a virus seems like really not worth the risk, uh, or not very ethical. But say they were just doing it for whatever reason, and a vial broke, someone got infected, and accidentally spread it. Or three, it was not on purpose. Right? Those are the three possibilities: natural, nothing to do with any human activity that was intentional. Two, they were studying it, accident. And three, on purpose. And people say, oh, come on, on purpose, that's some conspiracy shit. Yeah, we don't know. We can't prove that. So I think right now it would would be just a theory, right? And it would be a theory of people conspiring to do something. So it would literally be a conspiracy theory to say that. But I think whether it was a a lab-based thing, and especially an intentional one, or a natural thing, is is a huge part of the equation, because if it were natural, then... The mystery is kind of like, wow, this is a very surprising virus in nature. We we haven't gotten a hold of what it does yet. Okay. That's hard to believe because you think like any zombie, you'd be like, okay, we see how it works. But if it were a intentional thing, you, you know, it would be done for a purpose. And if that purpose were only partially being achieved, say, well, these people are shutting down, but these guys aren't, or this worked for this purpose, but a lot of people are saying, no, this is just old people. We're going to ignore it. Would you not like pepper in some other secondary and tertiary attacks to to get your i mean once you've already gone down the evil road and you have a you know maybe in your mind it's noble like you know we're we're clearing up global warming overpopulation okay, when but I, like who's
1: dictating that then though like, I, I, again, again, right? again again
0: again again. you're you're asking the wrong question. I'm not saying this is what's happening. Okay. Because it's
1: It's it's literally a theory. That's literally a theory
0: and it would be people conspiring. So it would be literally conspiracy theory to think that, (laughs) but I'm saying is if it were the case, then there'd be other stuff. Right. I, I always talked about, um, do you remember like, it was like 15 years ago, there was this random shooter in, uh, in the DC area and like people are just yes. getting sniped like on the highway, yes. you know, and like it was terrifying cause nobody knew where it was coming from or what the motive was. Was it, you know, like jihadist terrorism? Was it domestic terrorism? What was it? Mm-hmm. And it turned out it was like some dude and his dad in the car, like sticking the gun through like a hole in the trunk. And I always thought like, that's the most effective terrorism. Like just randomly drive that you have 30 of those driving randomly around the country No, 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 where it's coming from. There's no specific motive. Everybody frozen in terror, afraid to get on the highway. That would be like the most effective way to do it. And so if you want to control population and terrorize them, you would probably, you know, know, launch something that's scary. And then once they get over the fear, like, oh, you know, it's just, it's older people. We have to be careful for them. But most people can live their lives. Pepper in a couple of little dangerous, you know, local attacks. That's what, you know, that's what you would do. So I'm not saying that's happening. Of course, that's a total conspiracy theory. So, but what I am saying is they haven't given a good account of where it started. There were no bats apparently in the wet market. There's no patient zero. The natural explanation is very vague at best. The second thing is the lab was right there and the NIH gave money to the lab to study gain of function. So there's, to me, it seems more likely that it's man-made, whether it was an accident, which may be the case, or whether it's more nefarious. I don't know. I'm not, I don't have the answers. I don't have any answers. But I just feel like if there was a nefarious component to it, then all the sort of putting out deliberate misinformation, having weird stuff crop up in local places that's unexplainable based on the, the behavior of the general virus elsewhere would make more sense. That's all I'm saying. Again, I I can't say that I I don't know anything. Nobody knows anything.
1: Yeah. I understand all those questions are worth asking. It's super, super weird. What's going on one way or the other, no doubt about it. Um, I just mentioned Adam so I have to go back here. He, he went on Howard Stern's show when that Washington shooter was happening. And he suggested that all parents tell kids that, uh, that those are kids being bad. They're not making their bed. And Robin Quivers just went absolutely ballistic on him uh, telling people that. But he's telling kids hey, this is a great way for parents to get their kids to behave, to tell them that, that that's what was happening the, the random the buggy shooter. Man. In Washington. Yeah, the boogeyman. Yeah. In, I mean, anyway, uh, again, go
0: ahead. like, what do you think? What do you think the explanation is to how this started? You think? Oh, it's just I have.
1: I mean, the, the it's it's super weird that where the lab is and, and all that. I mean, I think I think it was probably uh, accidentally somehow uh, somehow there in, in that in that. Right. It's lab. too
0: coincidental that they're studying gain of function, and a virus that's gained function, i.e., been weaponized to go from animals to humans, breaks out right where they're studying it. It, it just that the idea. And then, and that was how
1: simple it could, it could just have someone could go home and make dinner and that person could give it to their family. And, and I don't think it was on purpose to be very clear, but that, that, that to me, made why, don't you,
0: why don't you think it was on purpose? I'm not saying it was on purpose. And, well, and the fact that why is accident was more made, likely than on purpose? Cause you don't think they're cables,
1: capable of it. And those cables that were sent, you know, literally two years earlier with a bunch of warnings saying, Holy crap, this is a uh, very, um, very sloppy for a P four the uh, the security measures. Then why are they and still also, funding you
0: know, it? Why are they funding a sloppy P four to to research gain of function? But I guess what I'm saying is the other issue— there's also, well,
1: there's also weird, like cell phone stuff that that may have shut down. The, the cell phone usage in December there became very uh, possibly different. But I don't know. I'm sure they're capable. All humans are capable of, of, of horrible. I'm not saying that that that. that but um, I just think it was probably uh, human error. I don't, I don't, I don't think the most likely is, is someone like uh, maybe now after they're using it for gain or whatever, but I, I just personally don't think anyone would do this on purpose.
0: You think it was an accident. And then there's some opportunists who are figuring out how this accident could benefit them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That, that's to me is probably the most likely scenario, but there's a million scenario and a million questions and I have no clue.
0: Right. But if it's an accident, even, I mean, who's funding this? I mean, we know a little bit from the newsweek report, but how is it ethical to fund something this dangerous where there could be an accident?
1: Yeah. Well, that's a whole nother question that I, yeah, I don't know about ethics about that at all. Yeah. It's, it's questionable the the entire, yeah, there've been warnings to not do these studies. I mean, regardless of even if this did come from there, this, this was obviously dangerous situations with these possibilities. And when there's, when there's a TV shows mentioning it 17 years ago, and obviously the, uh, what what was it? Event 201 or whatever. Um, you know, that it's, it's obviously, this was a a likely scenario, almost like when, not if it's going to happen. And, I don't know if you're paying attention, I guess that it was inevitable.
0: Yeah. Inevitable sounds almost like intentional to me. I mean, you're funding of, you're funding a lab that's sloppy and you're like, Oh, what a, what an unfortunate accident. So I, I, again, I don't know the answer. I may delete some of this because I don't want to, it's almost like, I don't even want to dwell on this because you can't talk about this and not sound like a crazy person. You cannot talk about it. You're, it's like, you're not even allowed to talk about this. Like if you talk about it as anything but like yeah you know it's just really unfortunate if you talk about the origins, but to me to understand what's going on the origins are really important because the more man made it is the more likely the weird stuff is part of the whole story. Whereas if it's natural you feel like okay let's just solve the mystery and and we should know by now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And also what those like bats aren't even sold or whatever in those wet markets, but anyway, I don't know. There's not a good
0: account of the natural. It's not like, it's not like, Oh no, no, no. It's natural. Here's why the account doesn't even make sense on the natural front. There were no bats in that market. It's a bat virus. How did that get in there? It just doesn't make sense. There's no patient zero. It didn't start at that market.
1: So what? Yeah. The patient zero or if there is patient zero, they disappeared. Um, anyway, anyway, uh, uh, one thing that is becoming clear as far as real evidence is that it, it appears that it came to California like in December. Um, but I have to say that I've uh, so far not gotten the antibody test know, partially you're... because of what you scared me off last week. Yes, I will. I will. I will say you that. probably but...
0: should get it. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I'm just kind of pissed. Like I just this is just bullshit. Like I'm not I'm not pissed because I have to stay at home. My life's easy. I get a paycheck. I'm fine. It's, you know, it's unpleasant. People have it way worse than me. I'm not even, it's not, not pissed about that. I'm just pissed that there's so much bullshit. I can't even wade through the bullshit about every single thing. I just, it just really is starting to get on my nerves. Like this is just fucking bullshit. Just what the hell is the fucking deal? What is the deal with this thing? Just spit it out. Just fucking tell us not, don't tell us that this remedy doesn't work because Trump said something about it or whatever. Just the politicization of everything. I just, I can't take it anymore. Just tell me what the deal is. I, I don't trust the media. We don't have trustworthy people so, giving us information anymore. There's no touchstone to be like, okay, well, here's what we know. Nobody fucking knows. It's been months. We're sitting so in like idiots, it, and there's nothing that we even know. It's just it's it's beyond. We don't know who started it. We don't know how it started. We don't know exactly whose fault it was. We don't know who's. In, you know, Anthony Fauci is implicated in all this shady shit from funding the the lab in Wuhan that nobody talks about, nobody asks them about. I mean, what the fucking fuck? What is going on? I just, I don't like it. I don't even want to talk about it. I, I feel like I can't talk about this because everybody's like, oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. It's a conspiracy. But they don't have a good account of what's happened. They don't know either. But it's like anything you you posit that would you know account for the evidence sounds crazy. So I just, I'm just annoyed with it. I don't want to talk about it anymore. I'm sick of this shit pisses me off. Who the fuck are these people on Twitter? Like, Uh, Oh, well, this is a, what? You don't know fucking shit. Who are you trusting? You trusting like Rachel Maddow who lied to you about Russia for three years. Who the fuck are you trusting? Who do you think is legit? It's fucking crazy. You know, I see fucking Tommy G's insane conspiracy theory things. And that shit is fucking insane. But I look at that and I'm like, I don't believe it, but I'm like, it's not any more insane than the shit that fucking Rachel Maddow was telling me to believe that Russia's going to shut off the power last winter when it's 50 below winter of 2019. I mean, there's crazy. Bull- the Trump is actually a, a puppet of Putin that Putin's controlling his moves. I mean, this shit is mainstream media telling us this stuff. So I look at like Tommy G's feed. I'm like, I don't know. It's no crazier than the shit that they're telling me on the other end.
1: So what what do you think is the, the economy next? I mean, cause that's, you know, there's evidence about the restaurants, you know, it's not necessarily the government shutdown. It's, you know, it is the virus. It is people being scared to leave their house. So, I mean, obviously everything's going to change in the world, uh, working from home. Well, that's a permanent thing in Twitter. You see that all employees except those, you know, have to go in They're They're allowed to work from home permanently. And I would imagine a, a lot of desk jobs will just r- remove the, uh, the commute. So Things are going to change. And I hear you, man. I don't have an answer for the other thing. But what do you, what do you think as far as moving ahead with the economy and sports starting? Mean, wouldn't, wouldn't the litmus test be like the follow the dollar? So I guess I could answer two things, um, putting people in harm's way above all. Or you know, if the government's truly – they were like, OK, we're, we're safe. We're fine. Well, these, the sports will start, right? They need the, that's where the money is.
0: Well, there's the naive, sinister motivation conspiracy and I think the more woke – not woke, but the deeper – Understanding of the sinister motivation. So the naive one is newspapers just are clickbait. They just want you to get clicks. They make money off a of click, so they'll just say what gives you the clicks. No, they would have covered the Epstein thing in depth if that were the case. The newspapers are owned by oligarchs. The oligarchs want... They have bigger... They're playing a bigger game than the bullshit revenues they get from their newspapers. They, they're playing a game that's more about control and directing you know, the national tr- treasury toward their pocketbooks. So that's, that's one thing. And the other one is the idea that you said, like follow the money, like baseball is wants to make money, even if it gives is a risk to other people. And I think that's the naive way to look at it. I think the bigger picture is we had a fraudulent economy for 10 years. It was bailed out in 2008. We weren't making anything. It was just a completely on paper economy. I have a friend who, uh, he taught at uh, a college and his kids were they, they were like lower income people. Mostly it was a community college. And he was saying, you know, he really liked the kids and he respected them, but they had a lot of shitty jobs. And meanwhile, he was, you know, had Apple stock and Facebook stock and whatever the basic fangs and everything. He's like, if they knew how much money I made for doing nothing, not for being a genius stock picker, just owning the obvious stocks in the QE that happened in the last 10 years, they, they would blow their minds, like how unfair it is that just having a little bit of money in the stock market is just free money for doing nothing. You're not taking risk. You're not providing risk and all this stuff. And now that there's actually risk, the Fed's coming into bail them out although the markets crashing as we speak. But the point is that the bigger game is the fraudulent economy collapsing and the coronavirus is just such a huge out for the people who caused this if income inequality is as horrible as it is and they're looting the treasury as we speak, Uh, the idea that, sorry, you know, this wasn't our fault. This is an unprecedented black swan event. Um, And that's why, you know, that's why you're out of a job. That's why you're struggling to have food. That's why you you can't pay your rent. There may be something bigger at stake than the revenues from football or baseball. So I'm just just throwing that out there. I'm not saying that they don't care about it. Football's a huge business, you know, run by people who are obviously... Well, connected to everything, but there may be a bigger game at play than the short term, you know, whether the, the revenues from baseball and football come back soon. Yeah,
1: okay. But, okay. So, what, what do you think, though? What do your prediction is just as a, a, a dumb thing find, sitting on the you know, couch?
0: Look, here's the thing. You asked me for predictions, but we don't know what's going on with the disease. We don't understand this disease.
1: It's not understand the not what it whatsoever. It's yeah. just like, what
0: the, what the fuck? I mean, as I said, baseball is going to try to start. They better have a great plan in place for when someone tests positive because it's going to you know, the outcry, you're murdering people. They better have a, a response that's able to withstand that. Because if the first time someone gets sick, they shut down the whole thing, then there's no point in even starting because it's going to happen.
1: Yeah. It does sound like they're going to try. It sounds like basketball is going to try. I don't know what they should just start the playoffs though. I mean, I'm sorry for the teams that were the nine seeds, but like how it's equally as unfair to ask a, a bottom team out of it to come back and play. I feel like for playoffs that. take
0: long enough though that that someone will get sick before that happens anyway. So it doesn't really matter if they start at a week or two early or just do the playoffs. But
1: I hear you. Yeah. Why well, meant I meant teams out of the playoffs? They want them to come no, and have to fewer, play some team, right. fewer games. teams.
0: Fewer teams. Fewer yeah. points yeah. of infection. Yeah, probably makes. Yeah. Sense.
1: Football, though, um, football I'm excited for. it be a lot of time just that I've never been more prepared for football in my entire life at this stage without uh, any, you know, basketball or baseball. Um, I wrote a uh, Tom Brady column disparaging him and, uh, oh, man, the feedback, which was expected, but I've never been called so many names on Twitter. And my personal uh, Facebook account, it's uh, pretty pretty funny. That's always uh, You deserve it. You deserve, you've fun. always
0: been dodging it. You've always been above the fray, asking me questions, not answering them yourself. I'm glad. Worse than yeah. my Devonte Adams or no?
1: It's uh, it hasn't been great. Yeah, no, it's been pretty funny, talking a lot of shit, and uh, yeah, the, the column itself has. Last I checked, over a thousand comments. I haven't even began to look at that. that <laughs> Read cesspool, those comments but, for sure. Oh, but, speaking um, of which, but,
0: speaking of which, I want to say something. Somebody, uh, just some dude, uh, some rando, left a nasty comment on the Real Man Wood podcast. Gave it a one star, and I just noticed it today, and. So if you like the podcast, now would be a, a great time to give it five stars and give a bunch of good reviews just to sort of push that down. And also just to make like, oh yeah, so you're going to try to do something to, I don't even know what this, I don't even know what the ratings do actually for the podcast. So I'm not too worried about it, but just to make it so that the guy who's trying to harm the podcast has the opposite effect. I love that. Like If somebody's trying to screw you over, you just have their action create 10 times the positive for it. And they're like, ah, I guess that didn't work very well.
1: Well, there. yeah, now I'm interested in who did that. I, I, didn't, I
0: didn't even notice it. I was like, I didn't, you know, it was like, I don't check very often. I was like checking it out. I was like, Oh, that's a negative review. It's going to bring down the average, which is like five stars. So I was like, let's just, let's just turn that new positive and make uh and make that have a, you know, just have it cause people to, uh, right. Respond. You've been, you've
1: been getting any uh, Twitter beefs? Speaking of which, lately, over this past week, not really. I mean, I've. You've tried. You've done some. You've tried to entice the crowd a little while. No, no, I, I like. mean, I just
0: honestly, like, I feel like and I said this yesterday. Like, I made a joke. I said that uh, I was talking about how uh, people of old couldn't predict the future with so much precision, so they created heuristics, ethical codes, and principles to guide their actions. Luckily, now we can just simply calculate the best outcomes for everyone and do what it takes to achieve them. And it was a joke, obviously. Some people took it seriously and were like, no, that's the kind of controlling government interference that I don't like. You know, and I was like basically did another tweet saying, you know, my father is no better because they're smart. All the dumbest ones have been driven away long ago. And I feel like mostly most of the stupid people are gone. You know, I don't mean stupid, like someone could be very smart at a particular thing, but they're stupid and like they're just they're not stupid, they're just ignorant. And I actually have sympathy, like a lot of people who are outraged by something like, Hey, I homeschooled my kid. I'm feeling like she's learning much more and that the school's kid storage, its primary purpose is kid storage. And they get outraged by that. I can understand it because I was younger once too and I might have I probably threw a lot of outrage at people I thought were the bad guy. Oh, you're the bad guy. You think this and probably it's karma for me. Like it's probably like me as a younger person, honestly. So I probably just deserve to suck some of it up and just deal with it. So it's not, it, it's not really personal. But I was dumber when I was younger. Not dumber. I was just not very wise. Like I just thought what I thought. And you get older, you start to like beliefs drop away, like sacred cows die off, and you're like, well, why did I even think that? Like that was just some f- bullshit that I was trained to believe. And now I, I've learned.
1: Yeah. Well, you might have but, ran some off. Oh, maybe not all though, because there's still some people leaving scathing reviews. Apparently.
0: Well, that's not someone I deal with on Twitter. That's that's just somebody who uh, obviously is a listener, and I love right, the, Brad, right. the Brad Evans line: "Haters equals loyal." Uh, so, you know, I, I don't know who that dude is, but he obviously listens to the podcast. But I think it—you know—if you have a mean-spirited review, that's fine. You want to do that, but I, I'd like to see it backfire and get like a bunch of good reviews and have it be like, "Shit, that didn't work." You know, like that—that that was a failure. I got to do something else if I'm enraged and. Uh, feeling like my own view viewpoint or debating style isn't working for me. I've got to, I've got to do something else. You know, I can't mm-hmm. leaving a horrible review is not the, uh, it's not going to work here.
1: Mm-hmm. So I've kept myself uh, pretty busy during this uh, quarantine stage uh, but I am ready for sports to come back selfishly, man. I'm hoping it, hoping you know I'm checking the updates and, and, and hoping it comes to that. just man, I'm, I'm ready for sports to return and, and definitely looking forward to that. What, what else otherwise is XM show just doing the same? I'm gonna record after this, but uh, running out of content. I mean what, I mean, what about you? You, you? you getting ready for some change?
0: I mean, we're not really running out. There's tons of football stuff, and we're doing all these Making like, it work. R- ridiculous drafts. And yeah. I don't know. I mean, the truth is, like, if you host a radio show for 10 years, we've done it for more than 10 years, and, we, and I did it for That's 10 years crazy. before that. And it was yeah. five days a week You know, when we started. It was four days a week. Then it was three days a week. Uh, but it was three days a week for three hours a day. Then it was four days a week for two hours a day. And then we do podcasts. And, you know, you talk a lot, and you write about shit you, your your only choice really is to just talk about the shit you're into. Yeah. And when sports and live sports are on, there'll be a lot more of that. You know, you and I handicapped games every week and we're into it. But like, these drafts are fun. But like, uh, you know, we're talking about the shit we're talking about on this podcast because, you know, what, what's what's on your mind, man? It's like survival. What's mm-hmm. going on with, with the economy? Economy in trouble. Uh, you mentioned uh, the office buildings, people working for home. New York is going to be... I mean, I don't know if, how much you've been in New York, but like Midtown Manhattan, Wall Street, they're just giant towers of office buildings. And the rents collected on those are enormous. And there's so many restaurants and little...
1: Oh, exactly. And all yeah, commercial real estate business. Good luck being in that right but now. But it's the
0: whole... It's an ecosystem in, in New York. You know, it's it's all the restaurants around there in Midtown. I remember when I was in law school and I was, uh, you know, I was like you know, 24 and I lived in Midtown apartment building. And all around me were all these like super fancy restaurants that were really expensive. And I was like, who goes to all these restaurants? I mean, there were like 50 of them just in the area that were like, you know, if you went there by yourself, you'd spend a hundred bucks in the nineties, 80 bucks in the nineties. I remember when in a law firm interview and they took me out to lunch and it was at one of those places that I had passed all the time right near my street. Mm -hmm. I was like, Oh, they take even like the moron law student who they're not even going to hire to this lunch and they expense it (laughs) obviously. Right. So they tax Mm -hmm. deduct it. And there's this huge ecosystem where these restaurants exist because of the businesses. No, you know, it's not enough people just going out to dinner at fancy restaurants, five, six days a week when they're open. You know, it's just uh, how often do you go to like a really nice restaurant once every couple of months, a lot of rich people in New York, but still, you know, you're not going to like the high end restaurant that often, but it was business. It was all expensed. And, you know, that's that whole ecosystem. And they, you know, the waiters at a fancy restaurant in New York probably make 150, 200 grand a year. You know what I mean? It's like tips are big at those places, 20% well, tip. So, you know, you're, those people have mortgages and those people buy things. And, you know, not to mention like the kitchen staff and the people who are, you know, not as well compensated, but like there are so much money flowing through that ecosystem. And if, just, you know, if that gets wiped out or largely wiped out, I mean, you know, you can't, you can't just print money and replicate that. That's, that's an ecosystem that took decades to build.
1: Yeah, no, it messes everything up. I mean, there are crops, perfectly grown uh, vegetables getting disked up because restaurants not ordering that. And also grocery stores' prices are jacked up because the, 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 the demand is also high for other certain types of food. So it's messing up, yeah, in, in, in numerous ways. It's, it's, it's messing up the whole chain.
0: I mean, it's just, you know, the idea that, like, the Fed is going to bail it out or it's just going to get fixed somehow and we will bounce back. I mean, the other thing is because of the environment we're in where everything's fake and levered up. And levered up, I mean, there's debt. So let's say you're a company and you're competing with another company and you've got to produce X amount of widgets to to stay in business and they are got to produce that many. And they're levered up, you know, borrowing every cent they can from the bank to, you know, to juice up their operation. Well, you got to do it too. It's like steroids, right? You're all on steroids. And so when there's a downturn and you're not getting the business suddenly, well, you owe money. You, it's not just like you're not getting business. So you cut back. It's like, no, you got, you've got a huge amount of debt also. So these companies are levered to compete and the, the business just complete. And it doesn't drop 10%. It drops 90%. Some of these businesses, so these things won't survive. This isn't like a business that, okay, well, we're going to have some lean months, so six months later, we'll, you know, demand will come back, and so we'll all take a little pay cut, and it's not like that. These businesses are not coming back, and once they're dead, you know, once, once the plant you have doesn't get water for long enough and it dies, you can't resurrect it. You've got to grow it back from a seed. You know, you have to start all over again, and this is going to be throughout the entire economy, so, I mean it seems like to me we're looking at a depression and then the fed can try to print or do something but it's not going to change the amount of commerce that's going on so i still think we're in the first or second inning of this hmm. I'm, I'm just pissed that we don't know en- enough about the disease to make some decisions that's what really bothers me that you know that there's just and i don't trust the information coming out it's all it has an agenda oh, we have to beat trump so i mean if you're literally going to smear a woman who claims that she's been sexually harassed by the presidential candidate and not even legitimately report on that and interview her when there's, you know, corroborating evidence, I'm not saying I know what happened there because I don't, but just at least take it seriously because it's too important that this guy win. Then I mean wh- what can we say about the medical reporting? I mean, it's if it's too important that one person wins and one person loses that we have to slant this a certain way. I mean, do you see how you see how nefarious this whole cycle is where well, you know that the overarching goal is more important than anything, which is getting rid of Trump. And so that we can't even have an honest discussion about anything anymore.
1: Yeah, I, yeah it's very frustrating. Yeah, it's, it's hard to, to find a source of the news. I basically just rely on certain people on, on Twitter, not actual you know, media or whatever. It's, uh, yeah, it's difficult to decipher. And then
0: people are like, oh, well, when's baseball going to happen? Well, baseball is going to happen if the virus is under control. Well, when's the virus going to be under control? I don't fucking know because nobody gives me no good think information. I they about. might
1: know. You read the tea leaves, though, and I think maybe they have a little bit more information and they're confident that more testing's coming and whatnot. So, I guess that's my outlook more. Is it? I, I feel like that—that that, that maybe the commissioners and do have a little more information than us, and I try to glean from what I can with that. But maybe they're all flying blind and a bunch of dummies for all I know. So, what do you think about this whole uh, Michael Flynn situation? Yeah, I, I honestly don't know enough. I have a, a a column I bookmarked that I planned on reading later today that I came across. So uh, inform inform myself and the others who don't know the details.
0: Ted Bell's a guy to, to look to. Uh, no. My From what I gather, the FBI did some illegal stuff and framed him. And we don't know how, how high up it goes. I do think it's premature. to People are calling it Obamagate. And I think that I don't see any evidence that it's Obamagate yet. Could be, but just like Trump could have been a Putin puppet, I don't think we wanna I think that's a huge leap, right? I mean, I think they have to prove that he was involved. Um, and I definitely have no love for Obama. I just I want to see evidence before I would say that. But guy. Ted Bell
1: pretty much is called exactly like this was gonna happen, happen, right?
0: Oh, for months he's been saying this. For yeah. for years, really, that you know this was a fraud. The FBI cheated and lied. Adam Schiff knew that it was bullshit, the FBI knew this was bullshit, yet they fed it to credulous media people who either knew better or were just dumb and, uh, passed it along for out of ignorance. And now you have people who actually really believe the shit. And no matter what evidence comes up, no matter what the documents say, you know, it's like these cults where they're like, the world is going to end on January 5th, 2022. And then January 5th comes and nothing happens. And they say, Oh no, no, no. It's going to be April 3rd, 2024. And you say, dude, come on, you got to get out of this cult. Like it didn't happen. So, you know, it proves that they're like, no, no, no. They're more sure about April 24 or April, whatever, 2024, than they were about the first date. They're more (laughs) sure. Because what's happening is that the belief that they had in the end of the world wasn't a belief that was. They didn't have that belief because they wanted to get uh, in touch with reality. They had that belief because it served a different purpose for them. And so the fact that it didn't happen in some ways makes that purpose that it's serving even more urgent. So they're going to hold on into more tight. So it's like if you are blaming Trump for all the ills in your personal life, all the ills in society, that inequality, all these things that have been building for a long time, but you, you've been told and put it on one person, scapegoated him, uh, then if evidence shows that one thing that was said about him is not true or that certain people are saying it's not true, the belief is not functioning as you know something that would need to be tested by the to the reality it's functioning as a uh, explanation for your pain for your unhappiness and so that explanation is incredibly important to you emotionally so the the idea that someone could explain to you well no they actually set up Flynn and there was no evidence of Russia collusion the whole time and they knew it it's not really that's not important to you it doesn't really impact how the belief affects you emotionally so you're not gonna you're gonna think that's just bullshit you're just gonna find a source that says the opposite and they know that that's the operation i think that people that people doing these operations are using your emotions and using that kind of thing to to sort of that's a good
1: point that's one thing you can readily do in today's world is find something that supports your prior belief or you know your belief you can always
0: find something it in, in everything
1: happen. in sports or whatever like if i wanted to make an argument for a column i could could find pretty much evidence to anyway to help me do that. You could, yeah. I mean, that, that's, that's something you could do today.
0: So if you're really emotionally attached to a certain belief, it's really hard for somebody to logically, you know, convince you otherwise. Yeah. Because again, like the, I feel like the more enlightened you are, the more your beliefs are going to be dictated by whether they stand up to reality. And so if you think something and then someone's like, actually, that's not true. And they show you some good evidence. You're like, huh? Huh, I really thought that, but I guess it's not true. But if the belief isn't about what's true, uh, but it's about something emotional for you, then good luck convincing that person because it's, yeah. it's not even about that. And I think that's how, you know, if you're doing propaganda and you're good at it, you're going to latch on to people's emotions. You're going to figure out what, um, what they're going to really connect with emotionally. Just like advertising does that. You know, Mad Men, if you watch Mad Men, the way they lock into that. Um, the way that, uh, pretty much any persuader gets to you is they, uh, they, they, they attack your emotions, not your, not your reason.
1: Yeah. Um, all right, man. Uh, well, I, I'm going to have to start setting up on some NHL goons here sooner, sooner or later. Would you have anything else uh, you want to add before we get to the XM portion?
0: No, that's really it. I'm looking at this stock market now is down S&P 500 down 1.75 today. Bitcoin is now up 4.31%. So just the divergence of those two is big. The, the first sort of crash in March, they both crashed. Bitcoin crashed harder than the market even. Mm-hmm. Got all the way back right. up. Um, I feel like a lot of the Wall Street guys were selling everything. And now stronger hands are holding it. And uh, we'll see. Well, I, I don't want to draw any conclusions. It's, you know, it's just a, sh- a small dip right now. But um, it will be kind of big.
1: I'm fascinated by it all, and I read every day on it, and it's it's really super interesting. But that's another way to convince yourself, though, that, oh, I'm I right. I mean, right. super convinced that I, I find the right things pointing me the right way, and I, I want to believe them more than I want to believe the other people that say they're bearish, you know? So so that's, yeah, I, no, I'm definitely have, guilty of that myself.
0: Totally. Although there's a really good foundation, I think, logically, for believing in it. This doesn't mean it's going to happen. Um, and I have a friend, a good friend of mine, he said, what, you know, what would you do if this thing just disappears, or just you know, this turns out to be a fraud, or something. Even though, again, like it's not like just one data point. I've got so many different philosophical and and just mathematical and um, real-world examples of why this is legit. But again, you know, I'm a human. I'm fallible. If this goes away, you know, he's like, "What are you going to do then?" I'm like, "Eh, "I'll just have to be like, you know what? Go the Buddhist route and just say, don't attach yourself to anything in this world. It's all variable. It's all impermanent." And just lesson learned, like, you know, don't attach yourself to any person, anything like that's the rock solid thing because it's all shifting underfoot. So we just kind of had a laugh about that. We still believe, but, you know, just believe with that understanding that ultimately any particular thing is always shaky in some way. You're just a human. You you have a limited grasp of the, the ultimate truth.
1: Yeah. You know, it's like gambling, right? You shouldn't gamble with anything that you can't afford to lose. Right. I mean, that's, but yes, I know you're getting deeper than that, but, but yeah.
0: Is there anything else you, you, you hate Brady. Why do you hate Brady so much?
1: I don't hate Brady. So much. No, I just, well, I mean, he's just looking deeper into it. You know, my first instinct was uh, Brady on the bucks. Like he's kind of funny on his Twitter account these days. And like, I don't know, I was kind of in, into Brady. And then I just thought about it more and looked more into the, uh, to the numbers. And he just looks kind of toast, especially the second half last year of his age. And now you're switching systems and switching conferences. And this offseason, I think the market is just way off on, on the Bucks. Um, so, so, yeah, I mean, here, here's just a, to, a lot of stats in the column. But here's just one way of putting it. Um, so last year he had the second highest expected completion percentage and the lowest A dot of his career. And he finished with the lowest completion percentage of his career. So um, that's just stripping away the teammates and all that stuff. I mean, performance-wise, at that age, I mean, Peyton Manning was done four years earlier. He had right. won the NDP, I believe. But he had, that, he,
0: had, he had that neck injury, though, was the issue. That's I mean, true.
1: That's true. Brady but no salty. one else has really has done it, uh, let alone once changing so, teams. Yeah. And uh, his, his completion, uh, you know, over uh, expected. His CPOE last year was absolutely cartoonishly low.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. I think it's
1: a fair point. Um, no, it's not, because you don't care about those advanced stats. You, you like Godwin, and you probably think, well, I mean, there's other I like
0: Godwin, but I have Brady's like, my 15th QB. I don't have him very high.
1: Okay, so you worried about age then, and he doesn't run, obviously, but um, I don't know.
0: He doesn't run, and I think he's okay. I think he's probably better than you think, but I mean, how much can you, unless he's like a top five passer. Do
1: you know what his YPA was, this final eight eight games? This YPA. 6.3 or something, right? 5.9.
0: Wow, even worse. Uh, Yeah, there's that, but also just, well, the weather's going to be better because New England's a lot harder than Tampa, but...
1: Um, and four of those guys were bottom ten in pass defense uh, DVOA over that stretch. By yeah. the way, when he got the five point nine, but the receivers there. were so bad too; they were terrible. But I, I said the chicken and egg thing. Maybe yeah. though, it could be. A but team I, I team but,
0: but I will but. just say this: even he'd have to be a top five passer to be a top ten QB. And so, yeah. you know, that's that's a stretch to say he's going to be a top five passer. Let's say he's like the eleventh best passer; that puts him at like sixteen because he doesn't run. So, like, you know, what's the? I, I think he's good enough to support Godwin and some combination of Evans and Gronk, but
1: those guys are like both top 10 receivers getting drafted and Gronk last I checked with the NFC NF, uh, uh, lately seven. he was like the tight end. Oh, six? I said seven. I mean, that is just, he wasn't even usable in fantasy when we last saw him and he spent a whole year off and now he's in a different conference with a 43 year old. No, but the Brady. other tight end suck
0: after the top five.
1: There's oh, five totally tight ends. That, that tight ends is, the deepest it's ever been by far. It's, it's deep, like but there's million. no
0: one you can rely on. You can't. Pro, you're gonna project Noah Fant or John U. Smith or T.J. Hawkinson. You, I mean, no why one not?
1: Knows. We project those same exact other positions. Why, you, why would that be? They're any different? just totally
0: speculative. I mean, no, none of those guys has done anything.
1: Yeah, but that's our job. It's project forward. Yeah, I mean, so I, just, I disagree. Yeah, I'm just I think, saying, I, there's I've no never one solid, seen there. more loaded position in tight end than ever. Right. Now there's, there's five guys
0: that you know are getting 100 plus targets that you could confidently project. Everybody else is just who knows. That's why. I yeah, no, it.
1: I agree that 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 uh, the tier is extremely difficult because it's like Herndon could be an absolute monster, in the Jets. I mean, who knows Hurst replacing the role in in Atlanta? I mean, Ebron in Pittsburgh. I mean, there's a million like young guys, Irv Smith and Johnu Smith. I mean, those guys—they're guys all, they're are all
0: good. You can throw a, a dart in them, but I'm just saying that like the reason Gronk's going that high is because he's with Brady. He's Gronk. He's only right. 31, which is good for a tight end. Yeah. And, and the
1: rest are all, all I mean, my similar.
0: number six is Hunter Henry. I have Gronk seven. But, like, Hunter Henry, I mean, come on. Like, I never stays healthy. He's got, like, yeah, a new no. QB. I mean, it's, you know, how can you count on him?
1: Yeah, same with Devin Ingram. Yeah, no, I got you. They're all equal question marks. Yeah. That's, and he has this is similar. That's fair. But, yeah, anyway, so I'm down on Brady. And I, the, the thing I, why I started wanted to write this column even more so than the Brady-whatever um accused of getting clickbait uh is more stidham man i was like really curious about uh, belichick and what was going on and just when i started just just a couple cursory research into him is just like he's got a great arm high football iq really accurate teammates absolutely love him i'm like what is going on here four-star recruit in high school would have been the number one overall pick possibly in the nfl draft but he had a real disappointing last year in college which he had to transfer because baylor's crazy like sexual assault deal there. And he sat out an entire year and was in some weird, like uh, Auburn system that they just did screens and runs. So, and, and apparently everyone in new England just loves him. So, and, and, he, run, and he runs for fantasy wise, but I almost went great him ahead of, of Brady. Like a real really man do. does,
0: real man does that. But also uh, Darius Slayton who played in college with Stidham said, this guy's the real deal. He's really good. He's just like Brady. He got the work ethic. That's what he said. That's a Darius yeah, No, statement. There's a,
1: like every single... Yeah, crazy. Everyone absolutely loves him. He's got the work ethic. He's yeah, the study. He's a gym rat, they say. He's like 6'2", 220. He's like... And again, he runs. Like, he was uh, uh, athletic, too. So in that system... I mean, Matt Castle was a number seven fantasy quarterback the year uh, yes he did have Randy Moss it absolutely needs to be noted but literally one year later he went to the Chiefs and he was a QB 26 and he was a QB 7 and and then one year later I mean it's I don't know man you're saying Brady
0: may be done 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 and they're just keeping him around for legacy purposes and
1: if you look at the advanced stats he wasn't just kind of bad he was like epically bad in the second half and uh I, I think secretly uh Belichick uh, kind of thinks he has a better chance of winning with Stidham before I think Belichick said it out loud. Omar. Ish. Ish. before the difference in the in the contracts too. But uh, anyway, yeah. So that's my, my my sports take. But uh, we um we'll see what the I was going to get you a Godwoman, but I liked our DJ Moore bet last week.
0: Yeah. All right, man. Let's wrap it up there because we got to do this XM thing. Okay, sounds good. Let's all all right, man. Good time. I'll be back in a man. minute
1: later.